The live stream of tonight's podcast is made possible by our buddy Ian Service over at Podcast Accelerator. The big man says keep on keeping on and sends his blessings with a bottle of Dom. Now we're all at Al's place to do the show face to face while Tanya's counting the minutes till we're gone. But one thing before we go, the perfect guest for the big A show, because only one man will do then. We called the Dennis Guggen the most interesting guy that we know. That fresh produce stand there. Okay, cut off. That's a beauty. Uh, what do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Torrance podcast. The produce stand. Ah, uh, fucking sexy. It's Thirsty Thursday, and that means we are once again hanging out at the produce stand, a podcast paying tribute to all things in the universe. This is so weird. Come on over. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other uh, Letterkenny podcasts out there, but this one isn't afraid to drop the gloves. I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room for the first time are all three of my panelists. The lovely Tanya, the squirrely Matt, and the very real Victor. And tonight, folks, you're going to see here, high five Victor. And over here off screen, uh, she doesn't want to say anything, but Linda is here as well. The, the woman with the patience of a saint to be with Victor for, <laughs> for 24 years. A happy uh, belated anniversary, by the way. <laughs> and uh, joining us this week, he's a man of many layers, former wrestler, bodyguard, Funko artist, beer, bear wrestler, uh, rodeo clown, and tonight he's our fight expert. Please join me in making some noise for the voice of God himself, delicious Dennis Vicious. Wondrous. Oh my God. I regret nothing. Welcome back to the produce stand, Dennis. And we're off. How's it going, bud? Ooh-wee. Summertime is a marathon at sprint pace for me, so. I've been doing a lot of uh, emergency rescue technician training, so oh wow, a lot of lifting people out of deep places and dropping people from high places and holy jeez, uh, I, I mean, there's no flooding down where you are, right? Like I've seen a lot of flooding in Texas and stuff. You're not pulling people yeah. out of lakes or, or highways, are you? <laughs> not right now, but yeah, it's my team actually does respond to a lot of those types of things. If somebody gets stuck in machinery or oh, if God. there's a cave in somewhere. If really? a house falls on firefighters, if somebody gets stranded somewhere they're not supposed to be, we help extricate them from the property. Wow. What's what's the tightest uh, situation you've had to extricate somebody from? <laughs> we do confined spaces, too, where, you know, for whatever reason, you know, people get stuck in ventilation shafts and uh, it gets pretty close quarters. And wow. we've had people fall in sewers. Uh a lot of times somebody just kind of has a heat stroke and they pass out on the top of a building. What? So we have to find a way to get them out of there. And sometimes there are, you know, significant injuries. So we have to treat them on site and then find a way to get them to, you know, better medical help. So just another thing to add to the resume. Yeah. Like, Holy <laughs> crap. That's amazing though. Um, I mean, have you ever rescued somebody from a well? <laughs> Remember? No. What was that baby's name? Remember? Baby from, Jessica. Baby, baby Jessica. Jessica. Yeah. That was a big news story. Even we got it up here. That was uh, pretty crazy. Anyway, uh, 
How are you now? Uh, tonight's lineup is Tanya, Al, Victor, Matt, and Dennis. Our, our guest gets the last word. Oh, Tanya's like, I don't want to go first. Uh, while, while she tries to think of what she's going to talk about, Dennis, when you turned on the Zoom and you saw all four of us in the same room, you said, uh, where's everyone's box? You were, <laughs> Where are the boxes? <laughs> so we can start with that. Yes, tonight we are all in the same room together. Matt and Victor made the drive up to the TPS studios. Uh, we just had a lovely dinner. And uh, and uh, and now we're recording for the first time out. in the same uh, room, which is weird, isn't it? It's a trip. <laughs> yeah, this is weird. Very. I, well, this I'm, is how I'm podcasts never going to get tired of watching Victor hold this mic stand. <laughs> you know, like Victor, <laughs> up on the bat. It, it's not a dildo. You I can. Just, uh, <laughs> I hope he does it the whole time, and I don't think he's going to stop. No, no. This somebody, feels right. somebody, this oh, feels right. somebody with uh, good Photoshop skills can really, can really make a. And he's all decked out in his uh, in his uh, Letterkenny swag and and Shorzy swag and uh, yep. and representing there. Um, so Tanya, how's your week? Um, crazy, crazy, crazy busy week. Um, I, I actually, I, I left the house several times this week and, um, it, it almost felt, um, like what happened before the pandemic. Um, I bumped into Mario. That's right. Hi, Mario. Mm -hmm. If you're still awake, couldn't believe she was awake. <laughs> I was like, what? Out of all the people in the world, you're at a concert. I didn't understand it, but it was so nice to see her. And we took a picture and uh, she posted it. So that was so much fun just to do that. Um, yeah, I went to a concert, big step out for me. Um, that one was a little bit more than what I thought I was going to be able to handle. Um, I actually took a break for probably about a good 20 minutes and just kind of rested a little bit and then came back in and uh, tried again. So um, baby steps, but uh, getting out there for sure. Um, and then these guys came over. It, it's been crazy this week. <laughs> I've, I've had my daughter in swimming uh, lessons this week and Taekwondo this week. And it's just been that whirlwind of a do this, do that, run here, run there. And uh, it was so great to, to have fr fr friendly, familiar faces in the house. And uh, it was, it's just amazing. It's mm -hmm. just amazing. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's been a busy week with me, too, with work and, and getting all this uh Getting ready for tonight, when when I knew that we were going to be in the same room, I had to uh, rearrange some furniture in the studio in here to make sure to to make room for everyone. Victor, can you stop doing that? Like, no. you're Victor, very just, distracting. Just do you, man. Don't ever. Don't, By the way, don't ever not do you. So just like last week's episode, tonight's episode is going to be very visual. So eventually, uh, I will post video of it as well. So you'll have to see it uh, to believe it. Really. Um, anyway, uh, this. So yeah, I've been busy with work and. Uh, uh, yeah, Tanya went to the Duran Duran concert on Monday, and it was and got rained on a lot, but oh uh, survived. And you know, survived. Oh, what four days later, and you don't have I COVID. Came, I came home though, and I scrubbed myself down. Like <laughs> you have no idea. Like I, it was almost like the the what is it lime whatever that oh, you scrub yeah. yourself down with. Yeah, uh, pumice. I I yeah I I pumice myself uh, in the <laughs> into the mic, Victor. Please I, into the it's it's that thing you're holding so tightly in your hands right now. Yeah, Unbelievable. Uh, it was, uh, it was, I was like, oh my God, what have you, because Alan's done a whole lot more things than I have. And I remembered him going to the soccer game 
in Toronto. And I'm like, oh yeah, you did do that and you didn't get COVID. So there's a chance that you can do things and not get COVID. Because for some reason, my brain is hardwired that if I leave the house, I'm getting it. So uh, it, it, I find that there's this line right now of people that have had it and people that haven't had it. And the ones that haven't had it, it's like you're still in this like stressful kind of feeling of, oh my God, how am I going to react to it? And and the people that have already had it, <laughs> the people that have already had it, it's like, yeah, no, like life has gone on and yeah. it's like no big deal now. Now we know Victor has probably had it because he was pretty sick a, a couple of weeks ago. Linda, Linda's here. She's not on camera, but uh, have you had it? Um, we don't know officially as we didn't take the test, but we definitely Oh, so yeah. you, same you, symptoms. You, oh, you're both yeah. sick at the same yes. time. Okay, so well, yeah. I've heard that you'll test positive for like weeks after. So if you want to really find, I have like a, they ju- they just keep on giving me tests every time I go to the store when I have no makeup on. I look very sick, yes. so I get a lot of tests, and I happen to have tons I, of them. If I you're just assume, I just assume I've had it. I'm not worried about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all good. Twice, maybe twice. Yeah. Maybe oh, twice. Oh wow, maybe yeah. Twice. <laughs> All right, uh, my week. Uh, I guess uh, I guess I've been talking about my week. Uh, so we've been really, really busy. Some shows. I, I've started watching She-Hulk. I watched the first episode. Oh, no. As well, did that. Oh, you wanted to watch that? Yes. Oh, is that, is that cartoon or live action? No, live action. Live action. It's on Disney. Okay, well, it was only one. There's only one episode the bear, so far. I want to watch the bear. The I want to watch so the Hulk. Okay. I, I watched the first episode of the bear, and I was just okay for it. Oh. I thought you were the one that recommended no, it. it. Matt did. I oh, love Matt it. did. I love it. Yeah. I'm big into it. All right, so give it a it's chance. It's so Keep weird going. to look at you this way. <laughs> I know. We're so, it's so awkward. Hey, he's, he's usually pacing around and like uh, peeing on rabbits and stuff. So like, yeah. one, two days, now two you're, times. You're a couple here. times. Hey, I was distracted by the D once and now look at me. Yeah, now yeah, all, the, all the jokes that are. You expensive. go out of your way to bring it back yeah. up every chance you get. Um, and the other one that we started watching, I've seen it all through, but now I'm getting Tanya to watch it is Silicon yeah. Valley. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, it's really good. Well, because I'm going to, I'm interviewing with a tech company and there was like a lot of words that I didn't know what was happening. So I was like, okay, I got to figure stuff yeah. out. It's a good show. I'm not sure I'd watch it for educational reasons. <laughs> no. Well, it's very educational. She's it's learned so about good. Scrum already. She's yeah. learned about uh, yeah, okay. uh, ser- Series A, Comas. Series B investing and all that stuff. She's I'm learning putting a lot. it on my yeah. resume. Yeah. Yeah. But I- <laughs> there's education buried underneath all the mess. <laughs> yeah, there's also some really fun up stuff you learned but and and last episode we watched there was a bit of a letter kenny moment or uh it's it's the 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 scene where they're where he figures out the whole middle out compression victor have you seen the have you seen silicon valley i've seen the okay but it all comes from this discussion that they're all having in the hotel room about how many people they can jerk off can you jerk off 800 (laughs) people in in how many minutes was it and then and Uh, they were like they were trying to mathematize like they're trying to figure out the equation and the whole thing felt very letter kenny like in terms of like so super funny (laughs) it was well done really funny anyway uh victor how's your week don't worry, it's not going to fall out of your hands. You can. I, I a like a mic that follows me around. Oh, okay. I feel like this. I on need your to. Fa- I need. To, yeah, exactly. I need to rein this one in, and it's and not going control. anywhere. It's not on. I, I don't care. You can sit back, hold on to it if you yeah. want. Yeah. No, no. I I've got good control. I'm good. Uh, I, I so, like how you're rubbing it over and over again. <laughs> it's a repeat on the rub. Well, Lin- Linda, are you getting turned on? <laughs> no. <laughs> There's, I mean, there's so many parts to this, right? <laughs> Literally, just anyway, go. How was your week? It's been a nice, mild week. I've been, oh my god, <laughs> I've been off since last Friday. 
Uh, I had a chance to go to a specialist. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, your knee, yeah. Yes, I went to a physician who was the physician of the 2020 Stanley Cup Finals. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Only the best for Victor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, he figured out what was wrong with me. I've got a torn meniscus. Mm. Um, and he prescribed me some heavy-duty uh, anti-inflammatory medication that's working already. Mm. And uh, so hope, normally it takes two months to heal from this injury. So hopefully with this medication, it will be a lot quicker. Yeah. Uh, and I'll be up and uh, you know, running very quickly. So, awesome. Yeah. But, Great news. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but very mild week. Uh, we've been enjoying kind of time. Uh, Linda's also off. So we've been going to restaurants and just uh, having a nice leisurely time. Cool. And any, anything of note, like any re- good restaurant that uh, you guys were surprised with or? Uh, well, we we discovered a well, not, nothing that will make sense to anybody. We discovered a beautiful, uh, just Part a gem of a restaurant, like not to, it, like in our area, not mm-hmm. too far away. What is it? What's the Rise and Diner? Is that what it's called? And it's just one of these like uh, diners, but like on that next level. It's got you know mm-hmm. ten different specialty poutines. It's got oh. ten different uh, bennies. Uh, oh boy! Like jerk so, how long Benny, did it take like, Victor to order like a meal? Because I feel like the more uh, choice he has, the longer it would take. It took a while. Yeah, yeah. I think he made a good choice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I had the jerk. I mean, jerk chicken Benny. I mean, mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. next level. Okay. Um. So so yeah. So that was a really nice experience. Uh, all right. Yeah. Just you know, just chilling, enjoying, chilling like a villain. And look at you, like you're all. Be boyed up right now, like it's, it's crazy. It's cold in your basement. I was it's gonna say not it's not. Cold. This is not by choice. He's cold. This is legitimately a solution uh, well, to this problem. I did. I did consume uh, a lot of frozen cream puffs That's right. prior to yes. coming down here. Yes, you did. So it's not even. You actually got mad at me when I wasn't eating enough of them. <laughs> anyway, Matt, how was your week? It's good. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> I, I can't sit beside this for this one. <laughs> It's my favorite in my kryptonite all at the same time. Oh, fuck, man. Don't ever change, bud. Um, my week's been good. I, I think I told last week my, my family was in town, so that was awesome. I hadn't seen my parents in quite some time. Um, I saw my older brother, who he and I are not on the same wavelength by any means, but mm. saw him. The whole family got together, and it was a great time. Uh, we did a big barbecue at my place. Um, went to the CNE on Friday. Ah, so that's fun. anyone listening who's not Canadian and not more specifically Ontarian. Uh, CNE is the Canadian National Exhibition. It's a big annual event that happens in Toronto. And of course, it hasn't happened in three years mm-hmm. since the pandemic. So this mm-hmm. is the first time it was back in operation. Uh, we went opening day and it was so much fun. What was the special de- deep fry? I don't know what the deep item. fry was, but the big item that and I didn't try it because I just didn't want to was um, <laughs> ketchup and mustard ice cream. Oh, Ew. that's wrong. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, Unless you know, there's a sausage in it, that doesn't <laughs> yeah. make sense. <laughs> Even with a sausage, it's ice that's cream. That's where you no. draw the line? <laughs> no, no, not good. No, I did talk to a couple of people. They said, no, you know, it's surprisingly not that bad. They're like, it's a, it's sweet, um, but no. I guys couldn't wrap my not head Not that bad is not what I'm looking for. No, I, I get you. I get you. And the scene is also known for having very novelty. Over yeah, the top stunt food. food. It's stunt, stunt food. Stunt food. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a great way to describe it. Yeah, so it. people know, so CNE is known for deep fried something yeah. so it's usually like a mars bar yeah. or like butter. ice cream well, they, I mean, they've got butter, they've got yeah. a food court like you've never seen it before yeah. that's there every year and it's always there and it's, they'll and do like a, a, a oh what are those donuts 
and then they'll make a hamburger out of it and then put yeah, the egg cronut. in it. Yeah, the cronut. Yeah, yeah it's just weird things. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, it's fun. And they got a big uh, midway and pavilions with arts and stuff like that and a shopping area and dog show. Every, it's like... It's pretty incredible. It really is a yeah. lot of fun. The kids got Air, airplanes. Air, air, yes, they have airplanes. Um, and uh, they have rides. And my kids went on rides. And it was actually, the funny thing was the first time I've been somewhere with my my kids. So my little guy is only two. He doesn't count in this scenario. But my older, my older guys are nine and almost 12. And then their cousin was there who was 11. And we realized that the three of them together were pretty self-sufficient. So I think it's the first time I've gone to an event like this. And with this many people, we're... Mm. We got to the ride area. We just kind of set up a blanket, sat there, and said, "Okay, go." Mm-hmm. And I've never really done that no. with my kids. It was sort of, and especially because three years of lockdown and all sure. this shit. Yeah. Um, I'm like, and I felt completely comfortable. They've got each other's back. They knew exactly where we are. We said, "Just keep checking in with us every ride or two, just mm-hmm. so we know where you're at." And and it was a fantastic day. So you didn't go on any of the rides? I did. No, I did a couple. I had a, I had a wristband as well, just because um, my middle guy, he some a lot of rides he wants to go on. Right. He does need someone a little taller, so yeah. I'll 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 go on when I'm called upon. And mm-hmm. uh, I had that, but it was fun. And then so that was that. And now we're here, and this is mm. awesome. Yeah. It's, it's I'm, I'm feeling really short because uh, your chairs are all like, and uh, well, like, I'm it's, it's weird. Small. It's awkward because I mean, we're we're set up for the camera, right? Yeah. So we're all facing the same way, yeah. but we're talking <laughs> to each other on the yeah. side. So I'm not really like sure where to, to look. You, and then and then Dennis is here, and I wish he was here here because it'd be even easier. But mm-hmm. it's it's a trip, and. Yeah. Uh, well, hopefully we'll have more chances to get better at all this, but yeah. this is really fun to be in person and see everyone. And, uh, I love it. So it's good to see Our you daughter guys. was so excited to the, she's like, Oh, can I talk to the podcasters? I'm like, yeah, okay. She's like that Matt got, cause you were here first. Matt is so funny. I'm like, yeah, he's pretty funny. Oh, you, you want to talk about that? What? Uh, try me trying to tie. Oh her. yeah. So, okay. So I get here and, and it's Alan and his daughter and we're just hanging out and then, Tanya calls, and then all of a sudden, I was like, Kate, you got to get ready. She runs off. She comes back in Taekwondo deer, uh, gear, but she's carrying the belt. And now she's like, I need to tie my belt. And Al says, Well, do you know how to tie it? She's like, No. And he's like, Well, I this don't. There's a special way to tie it. Yeah. He's like, Well, me. I don't. So now watching this became <laughs> a show. Knows. I could tease her. Yeah. yeah, I should have recorded this because it was the most entertaining 10, 15 minutes of my day by far watching these two try to figure it out. And not only trying to figure it out, but argue over which YouTube video yeah. they should use. to Because you loaded She one was up. very insistent very to watch insistent. the YouTube video from Delphs, which is her, her dojo. Yeah. But I'm like, it doesn't matter. It's just Taekwondo. Like, they're all the same. Yeah. But she wanted to watch the one from Delphs. Yeah. Yeah, he found yeah. It was perfectly. I'm like, do they do it differently at different studios? Like, no. So it was it was really entertaining. What was your issue in wanting to watch that video? There was no issue, but I, I sounds picked, like you. No, I chose I chose the first one listed, yeah. which is how to tie Taekwondo belt. But my eight year old daughter was adamant. No, we have to watch Delph's video. And so I don't think they have one. Well, I couldn't find it. And she kept on saying it's, it's not that one. It's not that one. So anyway, I tried to tie it. She wouldn't let me. And then, yeah. Yeah, And I think I made a bit of an enemy in her for a moment. Cause she made some reference to, if I get it wrong, I have to do burpees. So I'm like, well, that's a you problem. (laughs) Dennis is. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. She did not look very happy with me when I was like encouraging her failed outcome. She was like, Matt was telling me I had to do burpees, mom. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, that sounds right. Oh man! Anyway, that was fun. Uh, Dennis, how have you been? I know you've been working all week. Yeah, it's it, training time mm-hmm. primarily for me. It's uh, luckily it's controlled scenarios <laughs> instead of jumping into the the real shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're 
you know, preparing for worst case scenarios. Yeah. But yeah, Do you still get a, an adrenaline training team. They're all trying to teach one another and really work as a team and so find out what's missing. Do you work for like a paramedic uh, or, or what are like, what's the position? It's very similar, but not the same. Mm-hmm. We, the training that we have is actually more intensive than say firefighters and EMS mm-hmm. would normally have. That's we're kind of like the backup. If, if they send in the troops and they're kind of right. in over their heads, okay. sometimes we'll go and actually but uh, sometimes we're part of a coordinated effort. It depends on the incident command and mm-hmm. what needs to be done to, you know, help the scene, whatever's going on there. Cool. But we're usually there to help out one way or the other. Wow, that's great. And I mean, I know you work because we were supposed to do a table read this week and uh, we had to postpone oh, yeah. it. So hopefully we'll get to do it next week. I mean, it was good. Uh, we, we, I couldn't have done it uh, either. So it wasn't just you that uh, pushed it out. But uh, looking forward to doing that again. It's been a while. Yeah, mm-hmm. it has been. Um, all right. So uh, before we get started, we need to hear from our sponsor. And since uh, Linda's here, actually, I'm going to pick it for us. Yeah. Hey there. Hey. Wait, <laughs> what are we doing again? The sponsor read. Oh, okay. Wait, we have a sponsor? Yes, it's Eric. Oh, I know Eric. He's a good guy. I know. Did you know he sells coffee? Yes, of course I... I think it's called Diabolical Coffee. Can we just... It's devilishly good coffee. You don't say. He also sells Diabolically Awesome Swag. Terrific. He's got a roast for all tastes. Is that right? Yeah, you can order whole bean, coarse, standard grind, and espresso. Espresso, but whatever. (laughs) Hey, uh, don't you and Tanya use K-Cups? You know we do. I think he has those too. Wonderful. Imagine if we could use promo code like ProduceStan to get 10% off coffee or merch from his store. Yes, that would be cool. Wait a minute. I just had a brilliant idea. What's that? We should get Diabolical Coffee to sponsor the podcast. We should? Yes. Why have we never thought of that before? I give up. How many uh, uh, conversations with Victor a day go like that with you? Yeah, Most of them? Yeah, I thought so too. Yeah. It's 20%. <laughs> on, on the K-Cup um, note, I can confirm they do use K-Cup. <laughs> right. I, I st- accidentally looking for a spoon found a whole drawer. Isn't my drawer lo- lovely? It was lovely, actually. It's, it's very organized. It's like one of my favorite drawers yeah, in the kitchen. It is, it is wonderful. I, w- I, I was caught off guard, but it's an entire drawer <laughs> just dedicated to the K-Cup. Thank you, Diabolical <laughs> Coffee. And, and my hot chocolate and my tea. It's, it's, Don't it's tread on the sponsor read and Eric for your support. Of it later. <laughs> Speaking of support, welcome to new Twitter followers. Travel Foodie from Anywhere I Go, uh, Riz from Washington, D.C., Michael K. McCauley from Toronto, Christopher Fultz, the ODPH podcast from Binghamton, New York, Tom from Glen Carbon, Illinois, Derek Stevens from Aurora, Ontario, Zach Lauritsen from uh, Omaha, Nebraska, Scott Youngblood. Brandon Williams, Josh from Te- Josh C from Texas, Ashley from somewhere in the two one five, Ryan Risbog or Rishog, I don't know, Mikkel uh, Thompson, Ellis from Philly, uh, DF from Hamilton Ontario, Shame on James, Alex Do- from uh, Alex Doctor Luigi from Nevada, A Ron Sheck from uh, Minneapolis. By the way, Alex uh, Victor is going to be in, in uh, Vegas uh, next month, so look out. Uh, John Harris from South Ogden, um, Utah. Mrs. McMurray, Byron Sidor from Ontario. <laughs> Laura from Iowa. PJ, uh, Eliza Blue, uh, Cole Carson, the B, the Big N from uh, Clarksville, Texas. 
Mike Clark, yes, I don't know what that is. Anyway, Mike Clark from Neosho, Missouri, or Neosho, no, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Kellen Marcel, Brady Shannon, Hendo, Jeff Mitchum from West Virginia, Benjamin McCord, uh, Lisa Kosky, MacGyver from uh, Sudbury, Ontario, BME, Barb Hartland, Hartline, Yes Chef from Reno, Nevada, DP from N Minnesota, Mike Car Cavers from Peg City, Kenneth Renoy. Uh, you guys yes. are very distracting. Yes, NB Caffeine <laughs> from Buffalo. Uh, Ray N N Nablin. Uh, NW from Pittsburgh. Jimmy Mack from, uh, I don't know what that is, Sing Singak. Uh, Dave Service from Zeeland, Michigan. Uh, Justin from Parts Unknown. Richard. Uh, Die Hines. T-R-U-R-L at yahoo.com from Hartford, South Dakota. John Taylor and Lofi from Darlington. Thank you for following and hopefully for listening. You should have passed Previously. that on to Matt. On letter, Kenny. Last week, we were joined by our buddy Jason Eichert, who kicked out his favorite Squirrely Dan reaction scenes, and a fun time was had by all. This week, our good buddy Dennis is kicking out his favorite letter, Kenny fight scene. So, well, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. Dennis, it's great to see you, buddy. Before we begin with your picks, uh, how the, do you tie well, the window belt? No, <laughs> that wasn't the question. It's not it easy and it is not intuitive. <laughs> no, it is not intuitive at all. What the? Sorry. Who, who sorry. made that shit up? Anyway, why don't we talk about your credentials? What what qualifies you to tell us about fights, fighting? Well, first, mm -hmm. we have to play the hits. Yeah. Because DDV's got to give a promo. Oh, okay. Born on a mountaintop and raised in a cave, forged by steel and lightning to be your love slave. <laughs> The world shakes with a clench of my fists, a ruggedly handsome force to be reckoned with. A tower of power <laughs> that makes weaker men cower. <laughs> Aiming to please, I'm an unbridled steed, making ladies weak in the knees with satisfaction guaranteed. You can call me DDV. Excellent. But I'm also a mountain of muscle with educated feet. The <laughs> paragon of the octagon. A submission magician, the lights out Lothario, the dancing destroyer, the prince of pugilism, the king of sting, the thane of pain, the count of Monte Fisto, the master <laughs> of disaster, the one and only demon, Dennis Guggen. Well done. Well, well done. done sir. <laughs> we got a studio audience clap here. That's amazing. Hot in here. So, <laughs> my background, you've chosen me as an authority on fighting, I mm -hmm. suppose, is. Uh, I actually started in martial arts in June of 1984, two weeks before the Karate Kid hit theaters. Oh, so so you were the trendsetter. I, you were you didn't do yeah, it because of Karate yeah. Kid. I saw the change because mm -hmm. it was mostly adults when I first started. Right, and then there was a, just this in a torrential downpour of children poured into the um, martial arts field, mm -hmm. and I I mean I saw martial arts go from bare knuckle back fist you know kind of competition to everybody's padded on every you know <laughs> open inch of their bodies and right. stuff like that so i saw that transition as well but um i started in aikido both traditional and tomiki i've done jujitsu japanese and brazilian jikundo which is actually comprised of chinese boxing they call it but it's winchung kung fu wrestling boxing and the stances actually come from fencing Taihujutsu, which is the Japanese police uh, martial art where you, you're empty-handed, but you actually take on 
opponents with a weapon. Mm. So you learn how to disarm and, you know, do joint locks, takedowns, that kind of stuff. I've also done Shotokan Karate, American Karate, Taekwondo, Krav Maga, and Ninjutsu. Those are my primary fields, but I've trained in probably 60 or so different martial arts over time. Because it was one of those things where when I was a kid, we'd be on a family field trip or, you know, like a, you know, a trip across country or something like that. Mm -hmm. And my parents got sick of seeing me and they'd be like, you know what, go to this uh, dojo. And they would just drop me off oh. and I would hang out there for like an hour or so. And you know, I would yourself. do a class. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It was just one of those things I've, I've done. And I've been actively involved in martial arts for 38 years. I've done Greco-Roman wrestling, professional wrestling, MMA, kickboxing. Um, <gasps> That's like its everything. own separate resume. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and in, in martial arts, in competition, I've mm -hmm. done sparring forms, weapons, self-defense, teamwork. Uh, the weapons I trained in are, you know, bow staff, sword, tonfa, kama, nunchaku, sai, eskrima, which are kali sticks, manriki, gusari, fan. I've even done weapons forms with wolverine claws on what so fuck, yeah. man but, but like don't right. fuck with dennis right but yeah. but like what makes you qualified though? <laughs> but what can you do with a high heel shoe yeah. i've i've seen kickboxer i've seen blood sport i've seen those <laughs> too all right now we're talking <laughs> Uh, oh a movie God. that I just watched that my 15 year old son made made me watch it was called uh, Kung Fu Fury. Kung Fu Fury. Oh, that's the panda yeah. movie. Huh, no, no, that's not the <laughs> fucking panda movie. That's Fuck. what I thought. No, damn it, guys. Anyway, if you want to watch the funniest, cheesiest 1980s, like all sorts of uh, uh, stereotypes, really, really funny, really, really well done. It's only half an hour long and freely available on YouTube. Check out Kung Fu Fury or Kung Fury, right? I think it's yeah, called. There's, it's like a Vestron video kind of release yeah. where it, it looks like something that somebody, you know, they found the VHS in, you know, somebody's basement somewhere. And yeah. it, it's it's a play on a lot of the 80s. It's you know, great. And it, it's a it's a, the result of a super successful Kickstarter campaign. They were going for 200,000. They ended up with 600,000. Uh, uh, I think they're Swedish or something like that. Um, uh, or or from Sweden or Finland, I can't remember now. One of those Scandinavian countries, and uh, and actually, it became it's so it, it it was so successful that they're coming out with a sequel. But the Hollywood actors that are tied to the sequel are, are incredible, like uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, um, I can't even uh, a bunch of I can't think of who they are, but they're all like a list celebrities want in on the next Kung Fury. Uh, movie so it, it's really really funny uh if you're into that kind of cheesy kung fu genre it's what really kind cool. of belts do you have then dennis oh you've seen his belt collection he's I mean, got more metal than uh <laughs> I, god i would have to show you but it's you know people ask me how many black belts do you have and i'm like well if you know i have a sixth sixth degree in american karate i have a fourth degree in tong sudo i have a third degree in aiki jujitsu i have second degrees in aikido jujitsu jikundo so do you black like, belt. So it's like, you know, I, I have first degree black belts in probably nine different disciplines of martial arts. Mm -hmm. And then I have, you know, several degrees above that in others. Like Taekwondo, I have a green belt because my instructor quit. <laughs> you know, it was, I, I got orphaned. So what you're saying is my, my daughter, my eight-year-old daughter has a chance to beat you at Taekwondo. She may outrank me, yeah. <laughs> so I have a question. I have a question. So if you're going into a competition and you're doing one of the many things if you do uh, like a move that is part of another 
um, um, discipline. 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 Do you get up? Do you get like deducted points for that? Like, do you have to stay within your discipline what, while you're in competition? Not necessarily. Or it's just like a free for all. It's you know uh, a certain number of techniques are allowed within competition, and any judge worth their salt's gonna you know let the competitors know in advance of competition. You know, there's no low blows. Like I've been to tournaments where you can do sweeps and groin kicks, and I mean, in the black belt division, you can punch somebody square in the face. Mm-hmm. So because at that level, you should be able to defend yourself if you really know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, it, it's not want to come up it is its you. own animal but <laughs> mostly it, it's just back fist reverse punch sidekick roundhouse hook kick you know there are only usually 10 techniques that any skilled practitioner is going to use in competition all right well t- tell us about what you what you're doing tonight like what what did you you know what did you all choose right, the, the way that yeah. i broke it down is mm-hmm. you know <laughs> and we're starting with the top 10 by the way fyi we're starting with the top starting 10. with the top yeah. 10 okay well what I want people to pay attention to when they're watching the fights from Letterkenny is, you know, look for the things that work. Why is it that Wayne has a, t- why is he the toughest guy in Letterkenny? Mm-hmm. Why does he win these fights? And I can actually see it mm-hmm. as, well, I'll call myself an expert. In, in, we, we'll in call you an expert. We'll yeah. you that. Yeah. 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 You're an expert. What are your credentials? But, yeah. <laughs> he just said them. <laughs> We're going to be here a while. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, you got a couple hours. <laughs> anyway, it, what Wayne does, and you can watch this when he fights is, one of the first things he always does is push the opposite shoulder of his opponent. Hmm. What that does is throw off their center of balance. And in martial arts, we call that the hip axis. Hmm. If somebody's squaring up against you, they're in a power position. It's a lot easier for them to throw a heavier strike. If they're offset or off balance a little bit, they're not going to throw a very proficient strike. Hmm. So one of the best things you can do, and Wayne does this, he pushes the opposite shoulder, that throws them off of their balance a little bit, then he goes up. Oh, one of the, the best things that you can do in any fight. And, and like, I'm going to use this as an opportunity to try to teach a little bit because mm-hmm. I want people out there to be able to protect themselves. And if this is a venue by which I can do that, great. You know, it, drawing the guard and following up are the two most important things that you can do in any combat situation. You mm-hmm. distract and attack. You know, if I can draw somebody's attention to one thing and then hit them with something they don't see, that's the best case scenario for me. So when... Wayne pushes that opposite shoulder, throws him off a little bit, and then he follows up. You'll see him connect with the next follow-up strike. Or he'll grab something. He grabs a hold of their shirt, their arm. If you take one arm out of the equation, that's one for your arm that can strike you, right? Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things that you want to think about and watch these things as they happen. Also, watch what Wayne does to his opponents. When he's done, he doesn't talk trash. He doesn't go up. He doesn't throw foul techniques. Mm -hmm. He extends his hand. He gives him a handshake or a hand up. Mm -hmm. The best thing that you can do in a combat situation, if the other person is not a complete Mm a-hole, you don't want to make enemies when you don't have to. Don't make enemies when you can make allies. And this is really important throughout Letterkenny, Mm -hmm. where you see the family that he makes out of all those dudes that come walking up the laneway, Mm -hmm. and and he takes them out. He extends a hand. He brings them into the fold. Joint boy, Tyson, anybody that he's he's had a one-on-one with that wasn't a jerk, Yeah, he brought them into the fold. And you can see those teams build over time. Yeah, And that's going to be important in the rundown that we do. Cool. All right. Well, I'm going to bring it up here and share my screen real quick. And uh, we'll get started with these because I'm looking forward to You got some really great picks. Okay. Here we go. We're going to start with 
Number 10. Dennis's top 10 letter Kenny scrap scenes. <laughs> Number 10. Stand off. Then quickly the kitten perfect state. Like a sandwich tray goes flying, pot of gold's up in the air, and Sammy Sammich spears me to the floor. <laughs> you would have thought security would have broken it up. But Riley and Josie just stood there like a bunch of ten ply halfwits sniffing each other's farts. <laughs> I'm about to tap out like the fucking Sally when out of nowhere, legendary comes swooping in and lays the beats down on Sammy Sammich. <laughs> It was entrancing. <laughs> All right. So that's number 10. You care to talk about this one? That's a perfect example of sometimes the story is better than the actual fight, mm-hmm. but sometimes it, it helps. You know, when there's a cool fight, you got a great story out of it. You know, it, it, it served its purpose. And for me, that one, it was, you know, you saw a spear. It was the introduction of legendary mm-hmm. and everybody's kind of recounting the evening. I like the way that the, the episode was kind of, you know, and then Dan, afterward, he talks about the Texas clover leaf and the, the scorpion death lock. So as a wrestling nerd, you know, I was all ears. Yeah. So uh, those are actual moves. Oh, yeah. Those are the names. Texas of the clover moves. leaf is uh, what they call a figure four position. You tie up somebody's legs. But the, the Texas clover leaf you actually do with your arms. You put their legs in a figure four shape. <laughs> I don't know how to do it on camera. But show us, Dennis. You know, you, you tie up their legs, you step over, you sit on their back, and you lift their legs with your arms. Yeah. Is it the same kind of position you get in WWF wrestling? That is the one of like Dean Malenko was probably the best known practitioner that uses the Texas Cloverleaf. But the Scorpion Deathlock is actually Sting's move, yep. which is a ripoff of Bret the Hitman Hart Sharpshooter. Mm-hmm. Being Canadians, I'm sure you're going to appreciate that. Yes. So, <laughs> it's, uh, but yeah, the Scorpion Deathlock and the Sharpshooter are the same move. Got it. But there that's actually done with one leg inside, and then you you maintain control of the legs with your arms. Oh, I, I, I was a- so so. Here's the surprise: we're going to clear the table and try reenacting Where? some of these moves now. That's why you guys are here, really. Oh, I mastered no. the figure four leg lock when I was in elementary school. Oh, I can, I, can, I, I totally, can, I can, I totally, I can throw totally. one on you right now. Well, I've got there. a meniscus issue, but Matt, Matt is. I don't, I don't handle pain very well, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not very big either. Oh, awesome. Boy. Well, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> We'll, we'll record that later for, for Twitter. Here we go. Next, uh, number nine. <laughs> number nine. That's such a great episode. So there's no talking in this. So we'll yeah, should we tell the story a little bit so yeah. there isn't dead air? So this is a hard right J <clears throat> episode. And uh, is that, is that uh, um, what's his name, Ginger? Kind of looks like him. Without the glasses. It looks like him, but I don't yeah. think that's him. So the, the Hicks and the uh, natives are taking care of the hard right protesters. One of the things I liked about this was actually like Bulldozer Dan coming through there and plowing through like mm-hmm. six dudes at the very beginning of it. Yeah. Now hard right Jay walks into Tannis. She throws him to the ground. It's on top of him, and for a split second there, I'm very jealous of him. And right. she hits him with the hard right. Boom. There you go. And here's our Pee Wee's Playhouse word of the day, comeuppance. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like, you know, because he was out there talking crap to all the natives, and, mm-hmm. and Tannis got the final say. Yeah, it's a great scene, too, with uh, with uh, Tannis talking back to him. Uh, any any technique there, or is it just, uh, just good comeuppance? <laughs> 
yeah, spears and hair pulls. Yeah. Eh, it's not on the, the side of practicality. No. All right, here we go. Number eight. Number eight. Lays Hicks. Lays Hicks. Lays Hicks and Lays Freaks, right? That's right. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Guggen. <laughs> the Hicks and Fricks band together to beat up the D-Gens. This is a, a classic uh, elementary school play yard move right there. Get in behind somebody and they get pushed over you. Now watch how many of them actually use the clothes. That was a good move by Wayne, that double elbow up. Yeah. It feels very much like a hockey fight. Where they're grabbing their, the shoulders and grabbing the pads and stuff. Pads? Well, the clothes. <laughs> What's important in this one is teamwork. Teamwork. Go sports. <laughs> so you watch. Distraction, action. This is another thing that you're going to notice a lot in these fights. It's all the dudes fighting, they pan to the girls, or they pan across the ladies. Yeah, watching. yeah, I noticed that, yeah. Stop for a smoke halfway through the fight, right? <laughs> no, it's over. Nothing makes allies like a common enemy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Dennis, would you say that Wayne's uh, fights are more rounded, like his shoulders are rounded, his 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 um, punches are rounded, like hockey, or? Yeah. Mm. He's got more like a, a drop boxing stance. You'll notice he kind of he squares his shoulder, but he'll he'll lower the front. But that's because he uses his jab to establish a perimeter when he's fighting. He kind of rolls into his position, right? Like yeah. brings everything well, forward. One of those things, reason that comes in handy is when you're squaring up with somebody and you dip a shoulder like that, you can take a punch to the shoulder and still mm-hmm. follow up with your own. Oh, I think we'll see and more it, of that. It keeps you a little more condensed. So yeah. when actually somebody's actually throwing throwing like uh, body shots. You're more condensed. You're you're, you know, more solid when they hit you. Because we don't know Wayne to be a hockey player, right? Like, in 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 the show, Letter Kenny, he's just you know he's a he's a farmer, right? Mm-hmm. He's he's yeah. bailing his uh, yeah. His good barley. point. His fighting style isn't necessarily a hockey player's fighting. But style. I always wondered yeah. if that roundedness and yeah. the and the way he kind of barrels his his arm over or around mm-hmm. what's, what's I more see like a little a bit of it. Thing. What what you really see with hockey fighting is. You post, you grab a hold of them with one hand, mm-hmm. and then you'll see them multi-directional counter-strike. So they go over top, they mm-hmm. go underneath, mm-hmm. they go over top, and you know, they kind of switch it up a little bit. You'll see with Wayne, because he'll throw an uppercut, and then he'll throw a hook. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right, let's uh, see number seven here. Number seven. You better. Oh, I love this one. Stop. Yes. <laughs> Great music. The common theme that you'll see, especially with my suggestions, are music, montage, and cinematography. Mm -hmm. And Letterkenny does it better than anybody. Here's Dirks. If you don't stop, yeah. Here's another pan for the ladies. (laughs) Back to the fighting. Yeah, this is the classic fight where Dirks gets his comeuppance. (laughs) 
you're not wrong about the music. The positioning of some of these songs, and you wouldn't normally find them in scenes like this, and it just it works better than you ever would have imagined it to. The choices are amazing. I love it. Cannot fathom how difficult it must be to choose something like this, but they make great choices. I love how Gaylor is just like getting her her jollies <laughs> off watching it. The cross. It's a wild hit haymaker from the from the hit. Yeah. Oh, what's the name of this track again? Oh, I forget. Is it on your is it on your list? It's on the list, but I Always with the I think it's called I'll Burn You Down or something like Is that. it? It's really good. I'll burn you down. Oh, Dirk's looking a little scaredy now. It gets dragged across the room to Katie's feet. Yeah. She stands over him too. Like just give him one last glimpse like of what he's gonna miss. <laughs> and drives his head into the ground. Puts him down. Normally not a flattering uh, angle for women, but in this case it works. It's, uh, yeah. God, that's a good scene. It's <laughs> a great scene. Uh, that one is uh, King of Suckers, Hicks versus Royd Bros uh, from season 10, episode one. Uh, yeah, what else can you say? The it's music's- a bit of a sucker punch, though, from the beginning with Wayne kind of being behind somebody. Yeah, Wayne's he's, he's, done he's many done sucker punches. Yeah, yeah he's, he's the king of suckers. Ta- yeah. Times. Yeah. yeah, I think we talked about that when it happened too and we got yeah. we put in our place that it's a regular for him. Mm-hmm. He finishes <laughs> clean but he starts dirty. That's <laughs> true. Well, I think from what what what, what Dennis has said, you want to finish the the fight as quick as possible. Hey, it ain't got to be pretty. Yeah. Exactly. Doesn't he hit hit him in the face though? Or does he just bang his head off the floor? I think he just bounces floor. his head off the floor. I, I thought there was one more punch there. Nope. No, nope. That's how oh, the scene it? ends. Uh, now, we're, in the next scene here, we're going to see uh, a little an example of uh, Wayne squaring off this, the way that uh, Dennis described it. Uh, yeah. This is. I'll, I'll kind of tell the straight this one just so I can give yeah. you a walkthrough. All right. Number six. Oh, this is when we uh, don't come up the lane. Yep. If I heard the song on the radio, I would not be thinking of a phone. <laughs> oh, this is Radas? No, Sorry. this one's uh, Sled Tech. That's okay. season one. Now you see the rolled shoulder. Yeah. He establishes a, distance, uh, a perimeter with the jab. Uses his environment. That's very important. So it's okay to throw someone into a truck. See how he goes to the ribs over top? He changes lanes. You don't want to necessarily go after one screen. You want to create the opening that you want. So what he's doing there is when you hit somebody in the ribs, it'll drop their elbow elbow down. That's what we call a wing position. And when they cover up their ribs, they're actually opening up their face for a counter strike. So if you hit somebody in the ribs, they drop their arms, you pop them in the face, and that's what Wayne was doing there. He would hit them in the ribs and then hit them in the head. There you go. Do, do we know I mean, do we know anything about Kiso's background with with fighting? Like, cause I mean what you're describing sounds like he really knows what he's doing. 
So this knowledge has been passed yeah. into the show somehow. I just would be it's strange, yeah, because when I look at it, I see those things, and I'm like, it. Somebody's giving it some thought, because right. you're describe what you're describing sounds like he's doing a lot of correct things. Well, for yeah. example, Tyson, uh, Jay Jay Burton. I mean, they're close friends. I, th- yeah. I think uh, yeah. he's so like they're they're really close, and and Jay Burton, I believe, is an MMA fighter. Oh, is he? Isn't yeah. he? And so is Joel Gagne. And so is Joel Gagne. So, so he hangs yeah. out with those guys, whether he fights himself or not. I don't know. But so he, it's choreographed, though, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's always oh, choreographed. Yeah. But <laughs> someone's the consultant who's yeah. passing yeah, it, his information. Yeah, it may be the consultant that's making up for it. But, I mean, there is obviously somebody that knows what they're doing that's orchestrating it. Yeah, here we go. Well, the next one's from the same episode. The next two are from the same episode. So here we go. Number five. Let's fucking do this. He's fucking square off. So what you want to look for here is the efficient body shots. Wild elbow. If, if you're going hard to hard, you want to throw an elbow, that's going to easily put somebody out. But he establishes a perimeter with the jab, follows up with the hook. Again, use of environment, he sends his opponent, he strikes him in the sternum, that's going to take out his breathing. Hey, he's full of air, he's full of air! Come on, come on, come on, that's not that shitty Wolverine! Shitty Wolverine. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> grabs his shirt. Yep. That's a hockey move. Let me come on, I'm a thing! Solar flexes. Oh, right into the pocket to the side. Yeah, it's such a cool move. Like the follow through into the pocket for the That spots. confidence. Like he knew it was over the second he threw that. Yeah. <laughs> so what he does is he chooses his zones well. Mm-hmm. He goes left, right, left, right. He goes low. He goes high. He mixes it up. So you're you're not, you know, constantly covering up the same thing that he just hit. Mm-hmm. He's not hitting the same thing with defense there. He's actually creating an opening and then following up. So he was completely open there. His face was open, but he went for the the the, the sternum. Is there what benefit that does over- is if if you hit somebody in the solar plexus, what it does is compresses their diaphragm, and that'll flatten their lungs. It dry, you know, they call it knocking the wind out of somebody for a right. reason. You hit them in the solar plexus, diaphragm presses their lungs shut. <laughs> They're not taking an efficient breath. What they do is they become um, apoxic, which you know, like there's not enough oxygen in in their bloodstream after a while that's mm-hmm. something you can take away from somebody uh no air no blood no thoughts so then you, easy peasy go for that you take away their oxygen you take away their ability to think uh cohesively and then you know you keep beating on them until they stop coming at you yeah there you go who knew there's so much uh, thought and science in this <laughs> <laughs> and number of four we done talking What's important in the fight between Wynn and Joint Boy is taking on a larger opponent. It's re- really in, a, in advantage for the muscle bond because it takes a lot of oxygen to fuel all that muscle tissue. So taking away their wind is really important. If you gas somebody out, taking away their oxygen takes away their ability to strike. Can I just stop for a second? The guy in the back cor- uh, background in the left is Max Buffard, uh, a.k.a. J.J. Frankie J.J. Yeah, at least uh, uh, awesome seems to think so as well. When I when I brought it up, that guy there, uh, yeah. you don't see it there, but yeah, it's out earlier. 
Another thing that Wayne was doing here is watch him tether himself to Joint Boy. He grabs a hold of his shirt, he ties him to him, and then he keeps following up with strikes. Another important thing that he did there was punch him in the nose. That's another way to take away somebody's breathing. If they don't get enough oxygen in their bloodstream, they're not thinking straight, they can't throw a heavy punch, you start to gas them out and then you take them out. Kapow. Done. So what you're saying is if you're fighting somebody who's bigger than you, take a lot of hits to tire no. him out. <laughs> the, the, the Rocky technique. Yeah, let him tire him that's out. That's how Glover Lang went down. No, you, don't, you don't want to rope a dope somebody that's throwing punches at you. But what you can do is what Wayne does again is you strike them in the sternum, that's going to interrupt their breathing. You punch them in the nose, they can't breathe through their nose. So what happens is their mouth hangs open a little bit because they have to breathe through their mouth because their nasal cavity is filling with blood and mm-hmm. lacrimal fluid from them trying not to cry themselves to sleep. So <laughs> what, once their mouth is open, they're 80% more likely to be knocked out because what you can do is strike the mandibular nerve that's right between the earlobe and the jaw. Mm-hmm. That's the short circuit. If you watch the 50 greatest knockouts in boxing, it's always the same punch. They call it hitting them on the button. What you do is you hit them right about there on the chin. What that does is rock the mandible, which is the jaw. That presses itself into the mandibular nerve. People do the funky chicken, and it lights out. There you go. We'll try that one later. After, after the figure four. Uh, we'll, we'll. Who's donating their chin? <laughs> All right, here we go. I think this is number three. Number three. Another sucker punch. Start the fight. So this is melee combat. And what's important here is look at the environment. Look at all the things that you can actually use against somebody in that environment. You unscrew the salt, toss it in their eyes. Grab a hold of the plate, crack it over their head. There's a table right there. Palm to the back of the head, smash their face. Here, I love this scene here. Watch. They're going to... He's going to go down, but then he's going to be off screen and they're going to be kicking at nobody. He clearly leaves. <laughs> yeah. And then they're stopping nobody. No one's there anymore. Nope. How did they miss that one? Yeah. It's a framing issue. Yeah. <laughs> That's a slip. Yeah. <laughs> Catch that one at the monitors, eh? No. Again, distract and attack. If you can keep somebody's attention and somebody else is behind them, let them do the job. What's the episode on this one again? Uh, this one here is American Buck and Doe, right. Season 9, Episode 1. The Can-Am Connection, the Canadian-American military. Yeah. Who was that tag tag team um, combo? Can-Am Connection. The Can-Am Connection, that was Tom Zink and Tom Zink. Martell. Oh, my God, Tom Zink. I forgot about him. <laughs> yeah, those guys aren't kicking anybody either. There's nobody behind that half wall. <laughs> I thought I was Gino Vanelli or somebody like that. Gino Vanelli, he's a he's a singer. Oh, okay. I don't know. No, Gino. Oh, what was his name? Gino. Oh, damn. There was a Gino wrestler, but I forget who. I'm glad I thought of that one. <laughs> Showing off my nerd cred. Tom Zink. Wow. Here's another fan uh, of the ladies. Mm-hmm. I love that McMurray was involved in this one too. Guys wearing an off-brand mega shirt. You notice that? <laughs> All right, I have a new question. Mm. Is there shame in in going for the going for the balls? 
Like if if you were in a fight, is there like is that like a well, no? Uh, uh, Wayne does that in one fight. Yeah, in the cookout. It really depends on the situation. You know, mm-hmm. you you can size it up pretty quick. If somebody's going to be that much, you know, if somebody's much larger than you and a more skilled practitioner and things of that nature, you know, make those algebraic equations of risk versus reward, and then you can make up your mind on that. But you know, if you really need to take somebody out, crotch shot. You crotch know, it's, shot. Go for the groin. Go for the knees. Mm-hmm. Go for the soul throat, the eyes. That's the, what you want to strike. All right. All right, here we go. Number two from season one. Number two. <laughs> Oof. Right in the twister. after it then. Does that answer your question? <laughs> Katie always goes for the box. So what I like about this one is getting the band back together. You know, it's anytime they get everybody involved is fun. They got Ginger, Boots, you know, the Joint Boy, the Skids, yeah. the Jocks. Everybody's in on this one fighting against the Native. This is a full-on brawl. And now, looking at it now, I think you might have been right on that being Ginger on the... I uh, think it was, yeah. On the Hard Right J episode there. Another one that's important here is the you know the distract and attack, especially with backup. Mm. And then chivalry and combat. Don't be afraid to make an ally instead of an enemy. Oh Devin. <laughs> that was also the first Donnybrook. Yes. So that kind of held a special place. Yeah, it was it was great. I can only assume what number one's gonna be. Okay, here we go. Number one. Uh I won't say where it's from, just uh just watch. Number one. Have a scrap. Yeah, it All is. Fucking time is starting to think it was never gonna come. And <laughs> <laughs> they got the broken glass uh, yeah. budget. And the epic Braveheart battle scene here, where they clash right in the middle. That's actually a pretty good rear naked choke. Yeah. A rat ass. And there he goes. <laughs> Another major important point I want to make there with the headbutt, always go ram, not hammer. You don't want to hit with the front of your head. You want to hit with the top. Oh, there you go. There's our buddy Dylan Cook. And our buddy Bradley's in there too, Bradley Trudeau. He told us in his interview that he, he was so psyched to be able to be on a winning fight for once. Right. <laughs> I think this is the first time the natives get to be on the good side. Stunner. <laughs> we got Jonesy with there a stone cold stunner in there. <laughs> yeah, the stunner, I noticed that too. This must have been a fun day on set, eh? Mm. Oh, man. <laughs> Wayne's in trouble there. Big dude. Bottle. The bones. The bones. There you go. That one hit all the spots. You know, it's, you know, the music, the montage, the choreography. You know, there's a friggin' stunner in there. <laughs> so he has a beer bottles, clothes lines, sleeper holds, headbutts. 
It's actually also the most rattled I've seen Wayne. Yeah. After he took that hit there, yeah. you know, if Derry wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. And he Ex- opens his eyes. <laughs> Whenever Wayne opens his <laughs> yeah. eyes, it's like a big moment, yeah. right? He didn't know where he was for a moment. <laughs> All right. Time for some uh, honorable mentions here. Uh, we start with uh, one shots. Honorable mentions. Yeah. One hit isn't really a fight. <laughs> one shot. But like I said, it ain't got to be pretty. It's just got to be effective. <laughs> well timed. Stay away from this dressing room. Yeah. It's a great all scene. The players in it. <laughs> yeah. Especially Riley and Jonesy. Yeah. And one more thing. Yeah. Open your eyes. He'll go. Get after it then. Well done. Went through the uprights. Oh, <laughs> through the uprights. We should have probably given a verbal over what was happening on that last one. Oh, I got lost for a second. Yeah, sorry. I, I was a little distracted. <laughs> I think. So people- here's Wayne, and he's walking to the end of the lane. Uh, this, hands. this is his, this is a rematch, and there he goes. Oh! Let's just get Joint Boy back for his sucker punch from. Uh... You're fucking ten ply, bud. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't now, remember the mistake that there one. was that if you really look at it, Wayne kind of gave him a forehead mm. headbutt. Bad news, because what that can do is actually open up, you know, the skin on your forehead. You'll bleed your own eyes. Bad news. Oh. That's why you want to go with the top. Where the fontanel forms, that's going to be the hardest head of the uh, hardest part of the oh, head. Interesting. Yeah. So it's that's not what a you soccer ball. Go, <laughs> if you're watching me, you want to go ram. That's with the top of the head. So if you're looking at my hat, you're mm-hmm. looking at that the dot that's on the top. Yeah. You want to hit there or somewhere in between the front and the dot, right about there. Because if you hit with front again, you can split yourself open. Wow. But you want to hit with the fontanel. That's the hardest part of the head. It's as hard as the enamel on your teeth. Jesus. Well, learning a lot more tonight. I know. I was going to learn. This is a very educational. Here we go. Pals think so much of yourselves, you probably suck each other off. Are you fucking (laughs) serious? What's anybody going to do about it? Hands on the approach, circling around. Booyah! Lights out. (laughs) One shot. Like how he stands on his Yeah, hand. I find this interesting. He put his hand under his boot and then pulls his head up. Say That's a very good tactic. <laughs> sorry. Control. Don't honk at girls. And don't holler at girls. And don't talk to them when they're not interested in talking to you. And don't talk to them unless they're interested in talking to you. 10-4. Over and out. I wish but I that had That is exactly what you want to do in that position. If you take a knee next to somebody you just knocked down... Put one of your boots right on their hand so mm-hmm. it'll pin them down a little bit. A better position is to put that right knee right in the small of their back. That'll pin them to the ground. They won't be getting up. Oh, interesting. That's I wish I had a right Wayne there. Yes, that's... as a brother. That would have made a big difference in my life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go with a few more honorable mentions. This is the Victor category. Off-screen comeuppance. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Shout, Shout out to, to Victor. Victor. <laughs> so some of the best fights in Letterkenny, actually, you never get to see the fight, mm-hmm. but they are very rewarding. It's <laughs> the wedding scene, and that's where they see they're fucked. It was at this moment we knew we made a big mistake. 
Now, we strongly recommend the YouTube feed <laughs> for watching <laughs> yes. this episode. Or, Absolutely. You know, the data is not going to help a lot, but no. we'll tell us straight a little bit. This is actually the Hicks versus the Sidious. Yeah. That's right. Tannis has just lured the Sidious into the room. I think Matt and I actually agreed on this episode in our rating. Yes. I think so, too. You, I think Matt and you are both wrong on this one. Yes. Wasn't this uh, You Don't Fight at Weddings? Yep. That's right. It was a fight. No, the, the whole point is you don't see the fight. Correct. Plus, oh, so it wasn't at the wedding. It was at the hotel. Because they don't fight at weddings. That's right. Well, they're not at the wedding, right? And they're done. <laughs> Derry in a Simpson suit. See? Tannis looking great in red. Just got an insert here. Mm. I would not make a very good letter Kenny girl. <laughs> In what Why? regard? For the for the simple reason she'd I, want to get these guys ice and, yeah. and help their injuries. And I don't stuff. I don't do well <laughs> watching fights. I've seen a few fights in my life, like in high school and at clubs. And the fights break out, and I feel so bad for the per like for the people that are getting the shit kicked out of them. And it's like I want to go get what if help it's right an away. Even fight? No, I I just want to go get help right away because like even though if <laughs> if people are asses, they're asses. But like like sometimes it's just like too many people on one, mm. and it it's not fair. It's that not, goes against the whole come up and no, premise. no. I just I don't like that. I feel I feel, it just it even makes me feel sick. It? I don't like seeing it. No, mm. even if they deserve it, like they're yeah, go then go to jail or get the police involved or mm. something. I don't know, like. Like I remember, we were at a, a party once. It was a Halloween party, and our uh, sensei was there. The guy that was teaching us how to do uh, whatever the Sifu. hell it was. Sifu. It was, it was, it was kung, a Sifu? kung fu. Yes. It was kung fu. And he's like, like the panda. Yes. he's like black belt, whatever. <laughs> and he's like he's he's got his certifications and stuff. And I remember there was a real dick at the party, and I remember he was just like. His work, he's like one of the, I remember, oh, our, our, our son was uh, colicky and he went into his arms and he like literally just stopped crying. And I'm like, wait a second, that's never happened. Like he cried for the first six months of his life. You're jumping and, around now. Yeah, People I am. Are like, I am. Like, your son what's was at that this party? to do what? with the party, right? You gave your son no, to sorry. a guy you thought I finished, was a dick? I finished my no. wine already. No. I'm all thrown off. Anyways, no, but the, uh, the guy at the party, he just talked to him and that's all he did. He didn't use his fists at all. He he completely diluted the whole situation, and but he was escorted, and it was lovely and calm and 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 and. Yeah, but what you didn't hear was what our Sifu was telling him what he was going to do to him, and and. Uh, no, but. I don't even think he was threatened. It was just it was just cal- calm down. He pulled a to him. Yeah, he just he just <laughs> calmed the whole thing down. Well played. As I said, I don't I'm I don't like watching. I fights. know you're a pacifist. I get it. I'm I'm the same pretty much. But even but I like seeing a good come up and scene every once in a while. But I'm starting to appreciate, at least through Dennis's eyes here, mm-hmm. of of how the fights are are like the choreography. 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 Oh my god! <laughs> Nailed it. Have another wine. <laughs> choreography. There's water behind you. you there know. you go. Choreography. Choreography. What? Choreography. Wow. Pornography. <laughs> One too many P's and D's. I don't know. This is going well. Yeah. <laughs> but at least through Dennis's eyes, I've been able to appreciate at least how mm-hmm. like and and yeah, I can I can kind of see 
where the value is and it, and certain certainly like when it's needed right mm-hmm. yeah Absolutely. It's not just entertaining. It can be educational. I mean, yeah. if you really look for those things, like I'm hoping this actually is providing an opportunity and people are like, you know what? I can actually use it. Yeah, for sure. No, I've learned a lot already tonight. Here's a couple last scenes here. One, um, uh, this one here is, uh, oh. The uh, scene. Is, it, is this the scene? I can't remember now. The, uh, the off screen come up. Oh, no, not yet. Not oh, yet. no, this one more. This is Wayne. He's in red shirt versus blue shirt. That's right. He's in Quebec visiting Marie Fred, and somebody just defaced his license plate. How dare he? So he's going to go in and pay the bill. And we see the license with Ontario scratched out. Yeah. Coming into the garage now. And he's leaving the room with three blue shirts licking their wounds. Oh, he left one kind of up. Half up. Well, that was only Wayne. That's the first time we see Wayne like on a one-on-many situation there. But we don't actually see it. But here, here is the ultimate scene of comeuppance that we don't actually see. Great scene. This is from. I love how everybody stops and looks. Season eight, episode that seven. Day oh, Beer's I know day. what we're going to here. Oh, this is this is Katie's. Yep. No explanation needed. Great Be- music. Beer's day. Love this song. Again, music, montage, cinematography. Mm-hmm. Letter Kenny nails it. Well, hey there, Dirks. <laughs> About to have a bad day, bud. At this moment, Dirks knew he fucked up. <laughs> when, the, when the truck shows up, the music changes right here. The look on his face is like, oh, this is just getting worse and worse. <laughs> and the look in her eyes is so great. Mm-hmm. love Mrs. McMurray's face. I don't remember who I gave the MVP to, but it would have been definitely to the portal. The timing on that was <laughs> excellent. All right. And the last clip here, uh, this one here is just, a, I guess, a, an extra thrown in because we do see the fight, but it's not what we expect to see. Because, like I said, you know, a lot of these fighting sequences, it's a bunch of dudes throwing mm-hmm. knuckles at each other. They pan to the ladies, they just show their reactions, and then they go back to the fight. Right. So the women really don't get in, in on the fights very often in nope. Letterkenny, so I yeah. wanted to throw this one in. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, so this is nightclub. nightclub scene from Season 6, Episode 3, The City, where uh, the Hicks come to bail out Stuart because he's being threatened by these drug dealers. They think they're coming to help Stuart out. Oops. 
but instead... You're talking heels about, out. <laughs> talking about using high heels as weapons, hun. There you go. These guys have knives in their hands, and they're getting pummeled by high heels. <laughs> they're using the wrong part of the shoe, though. I gotta say, use the heel, not the toe toe part. It's like, why would you drop your stick? I really like the gravity of the next scene. They're basically sitting at the bar or at the, the Dennis's top ten letter. Oops, what's going on here? The the bar and uh, I think it's Katie who says that was really serious. Like the, the realization that wasn't like a typical brawl at Letter Kenny. These were guys who had knives and were ready to to really inflict serious damage on them. And uh, it was it was a really heavy scene afterwards for sure. All right, Dennis, that was amazing. <laughs> and and believe me, I know there are a lot of fights in Letterkenny, mm-hmm. and I didn't include a bunch of the you know like the hockey fights and, mm-hmm. and things of that nature. But it, originally, there were going to be other people involved. Yeah, and I yeah. didn't want to step on anybody's toes. And no, we'll definitely have a part two clips. because we do have yeah. some other listeners who have some fighting credentials uh, who yeah. also wanted to be in on this. So we'll definitely have a part two and, and let them have their say as well. Because you're right, this is definitely you know you can get five shows mm-hmm. <laughs> out of just the fights in Letterkenny. Absolutely. So we're going to try to at least get two. Uh, well done, great work. Uh, before we 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 close off, I just want to give a quick uh, update here. That's right. Back in play. The bracket, the bracket is back, and uh, so we have one result so far. Uh, Stewart's horn lo- loses to five point one five inches, sixty-one to forty-five yesterday, and the one that's currently going on right now, Tarps off boys, the OG cold open with fifty-two to twenty-three lead over the Hickoff. Uh, that one's still going. So if you want to have your say, you can uh, still go and vote on Twitter. Uh, but so far, tar- Tarps off boys has this one well in hand. It's great to have those things back. Um, I miss I miss the bracket. I know. Man. Well, they're, they're a lot of work. Well, I know. I'm not, I'm not, not judging. Yeah, I'm no. just I missed it. I, I missed them Has too. Has it though. lost momentum? No, no, it hasn't. I just it, right, I need to wait on me to to make the videos. So it took a while. I was I had a v- busy couple of weeks since we've been back from vacation. Anyway, uh, uh, just time for some final comments. Tanya, do you have any? Uh, Final comments? Dennis, this was amazing. Thank you so much for coming out. Uh, really, again, I've, I've said it. Um, it. It brings a whole new perspective to uh, the fight scenes and, and what goes into them and and how well they're they're really uh, true to form, right? So that was, uh, that was fantastic, and I loved your picks. Um, and to these guys, thank you so much for coming up. Yeah all the way to the boonies like this was uh, fantastic to have you here it's weird to turn my head and see you here instead of there but uh this is excellent i love like it I double hope we camera do it again. next time and like sit on opposite <laughs> sides like a little you know. i hope we do it again and victor's still holding on to his uh pole like it's gonna run away he's or committed. something <laughs> committed he's pole committed <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> just everyone's gonna look over and it looks like he forgot he's holding on to it then he remembers and he grabs it again it's he like he doesn't want anyone to take it from he's, he's afraid yeah. a, a few times he's he's <laughs> held on to the uh, blue spatula and, yeah. and, and kind of like, inserted it and on, then back to the pole again it's like we're playing baseball back. like 
<laughs> yeah. Who's <laughs> up? Who's up? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, yes, I echo what Tanya said, Dennis. Thank you so much. Great work. Uh, and and I knew you were going to bring it. Um, uh, like uh, all your explanations, all your analysis uh, really brought, like it, it wasn't just a clip episode. I, I learned something new, but it was also a lot of fun to look back on some of those scenes that we haven't seen in a while. So uh, thank you so much for, for, you know, being the reason for us to do that. Thank you, guys. It's been a lot of fun having you over here. I, th- I think we should do this every Thursday. What do you think? You know, sure. just come on up every Thursday. Um, it takes a while to set this all up, but I mean, you know, I'll make it work if you want to make it work. Anyway, either way, uh, it's but been. What will, what will Matt's rabbits do? You know, yeah, they're, they're not being you peed get a, on. You get a slightly more sober Matt as well. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Yeah, because you got to drive the home. trade off, guys. <laughs> got to be responsible. Anyway, thanks, guys. Linda, it's great to see you. Uh, thank you all for coming out tonight. Uh, Matt. Oh, sorry, Victor. Victor's next. <laughs> Dennis, you are a legend. Um, I have to say, I enjoyed your analysis and deconstruction almost as much as I enjoy my deconstructed burrito. But um, uh, yeah, you really brought it. Uh, I learned a lot. I think we all learned a lot. Yes. Um, and, you know, it, it's funny, right? Because when we watch these things, we don't break them down. We don't really think they're more than what they are and and you know uh, uh, probably a lot more goes into the choreography of those probably not so much with the headbutt scene mm-hmm. but uh <laughs> but with, with the other stuff certainly uh so uh thanks for this and um again in another layer uh uncovered so thanks for that um al thanks for welcoming welcoming us to your abode here and mm-hmm. uh and uh, uh treating us to some food and and good company and whatnot so Appreciate that. Linda and I will have to get ready for our big trip home now. But uh, You've got some cream puffs to take yeah, you yeah, home. Yeah. Uh, we'll leave those for the kids. That's all right. <laughs> Did you leave any left in the box? Yeah. There's there's two or three left. Oh, wow. eating them like they were fucking popcorn. No, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Matt. <laughs> Dennis, thank you. Dude, I, I, I'm not, yeah, no lies. I, I, you know, I was excited about this. I knew you were gonna bring some great clips. It, they all certainly took me back to some of my favorite moments, and I'm like, fuck, those are such good scenes. I want to actually go back and watch it all again because I love it. But I agree. I mean, I think this is probably the first episode we've had where I actually feel like I learned something. It's, uh, it doesn't happen very often, but it was genuine. Like I'm like, I, I wanted to hear more. I loved your commentaries. You were going through those and. Tanya tried to steal Victor's <laughs> microphone stand. And he, he took his hands off for a moment. Now he's gripping harder and so higher. I pushed it away his, to see what would knuckles happen. knuckles are white. He's gripping it so hard. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Jeez. I've never seen any of this in my life. <laughs> and it's my favorite. Yeah, I, will do the, I will do this every week just, just to sit beside Victor and, and watch him. Hold by, by the way, uh, I, I said Al. I meant Al and Tanya as oh. well. But, but because... Tanya wasn't actually here to greet us because mm-hmm. she yeah. was. Uh, she decided to prioritize she her daughter over us. To. But but whatever. Uh, but no, thank you to both of you. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, there's Tanya. I brought the food, by the way. I brought yes. it first and then dropped it oh, off. Oh, is that what Allegedly. Right. Allegedly. I did see something come into the house, and mm-hmm. then Al took over. He got us all ready. But yeah, no. And on that, Al made the salad with his bare hands. I, I have never seen someone put so much stuff in a salad, and it was. What? 
I don't know. <laughs> how do you make salad? How do you have salad? <laughs> Clearly not the same way. No, apparently not. He and the rabbits eat just I the sent, lettuce leaves. I apparently. sent him a text message on how to do it. <laughs> they did. They did. He was he was right at it. He almost dropped a knife on his foot, too. Yeah, that was a, <laughs> oh, yeah, that that happened. a true story. <laughs> Nearly tragic That is a there. true story. <laughs> apparently <laughs> that was a podcast all, yeah. all in itself. There was lots of fun tonight watching oh, Al right. operate his house. It's mm-hmm. really good. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it was worth the drive up here just for those few moments and all this. So thanks, guys, for having us. And, uh, you know, it was fun coming up, and I realized it really is the middle of nowhere. I'm surprised the internet works. The, uh, I, I lost, I, true story, I lost all of my favorite radio stations on the way up here. So. Do you guys have a well? No. No. Oh, okay. We're still on town. Town I water. I don't know. Well, town water. Allegedly. But anyways, the company was worth it. And thank you so much, you guys. Uh, Welcome to Radio. And this was so great. This really is the first time the four of us have done a show together since day one. And wow. So we, even if we can't do it, uh, yeah, it was never going to happen every week, but <laughs> oh. we need to find some kind of cadence that we mm-hmm. do like special sure. episodes where sure. we get together because it is really great this to see everyone. This is almost yeah. our anniversary one. Is it? Well, we missed it by like 30 days or whatever. 90 days, 60 days sure. or whatever. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. So Six either months. way, I'm happy we Close did enough. it. Yes. It was, it, it was, it was a serendipitous thing that happened because it wasn't supposed to go down this way. This no. whole week was meant to be, the get-together was going to be, what, tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. It didn't have a show recording. It would be a normal yeah. Thursday. And then through a couple of scheduling mm-hmm. conflicts, we ultimately said, let's just get together on the Thursday. Mm-hmm. And uh, here we are. So I'm glad it, I'm glad it all worked out, guys. Perfect. Yeah. Dennis? I'm glad I got to be a part of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool for me. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, I've dedicated my life to helping people protect themselves, and I wanted to thank you for the opportunity to, you know, do that a little bit. It, I thought I loved Letterkenny before, but episodes like this and reviewing clips and really taking a deep dive into the series, it's you find more things to really appreciate about the show and how much thought and action goes into it. The way that they construct these episodes, just, again, the music, the montage, the cinematography... It's freaking amazing just as a passive observant, but when you really de- do a deep dive, mm-hmm. it, it boggles the mind how much actually goes into this and how well it turns out. Yeah. And, you know, like, again, I want to thank you for the opportunity to kind of dive in on this and provide a platform for me to, you know, teach somebody something. And if at any point during this episode you thought, you know what, that guy seems pretty cool. I wish I had a friend like that. Well, you have a friend like that. His name is Dennis just a message away there you go oh, fantastic. in another country too though You're Dennis, we need guy. to get yeah. you up here we need to get you up here yeah. uh, and before i play us off here linda do you have anything you want to say oh i just wanted to say i'm so happy to be part of this and it was fantastic <laughs> what, what was it like to see the behind the, the scenes microphone out of my face alan <laughs> 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 I, I, what was that SNL sketch where, where they th- the shove the microphone in the person's face? Anyway, uh, thank you so, so much. Mean. It's thank great you to see you, Linda. Um, I'm going to play us off here with a song from uh, tonight's episode. It is Do It, Try It by M83. You two behave, will you? And that's all we have for this episode. Next week, we... Well, we have nothing planned for next week. Uh, actually, we're probably going to take a week off because we have some scheduling conflicts. 
Uh, that means we will be back in a couple of weeks uh, and uh, with a new show. And I don't know what we're going to have. So uh, stay tuned to our Twitter handle. To, it's future us's problem. Yeah, yeah. Future us's problem. But for now, don't forget to give our sponsor, Diabolical Coffee, some love. They are at DiabolicalCoffee.com. Right now, you can use a promo code PRODUSTAND for 20% off any purchase from their site. If you'd like to support the podcast, rate us on iTunes, Spotify, or become a patron, there is a Patreon link on our site, the Twitter profile, at ProtostanPod. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, at ProtostanPod. Thank you for joining us. Now we're going to go outside and pick a fight with my neighbors, because why not? On behalf of Dennis, Victor, Linda, Matt, Tanya, and myself, thank you for listening, and have a great week. Takeover team, assemble. Victor's still holding on to his mic. <laughs> you can't take it home, Victor.